0: Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit Anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic. Yo, what is up, people of the internet? Welcome back to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Marquez. I'm Andrew. And I'm David. And uh, this week, first I want to give a little shout out to the previous episode, which was a bonus episode midweek. We did our end of the trivia season extravaganza episode. If you didn't see it because it was in a bonus timing, go back and check it out. I won't spoil who won, but now it was chaotic. It was chaotic, of course. And now trivia scores are reset zero, zero. 0 Carry, carry the one, the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're tied baby we're all tied again uh feeling so good i think i think we're saying this is season four i think that's what we're going with okay tri- new, so, new tri- is season this? four 2024 it just lines up it feels like a. makes uh, sense sure. yeah fair let's pull a samsung it's season 24 now <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what it is um no today we've got a whole bunch of interesting stories kind of all across the map like bard being renamed, rebranded, Samsung claiming there is no such thing as a picture and quoting me, oh no, <laughs> and rig everything doing a teardown of the Vision Pro wrapped up with a couple new EVs that are surprisingly interesting. But first, I have a number I want you guys to react to.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: It's an interesting number. I just saw this as a headline, and we'll link it below. Uh, PPI count. Vision Pro, we knew it was a high pixel per inch. But just to give a little bit of context, the screen on an iPhone 15 Pro Max, 460 pixels per inch. That's really good. I don't think most of us realize how good that is. Like, you don't really see individual pixels unless you're really up close looking for them. Yeah. 400 plus pixels per inch is amazing. Uh, But once you put it up to your face through lenses, it's got to be even higher resolution to be convincing. So HTC Vive Pro, 950 pixels per inch to get that done. Okay. You're trying to minimize the screen door effect. You're trying to have as high resolution as possible to make things look smooth. The latest and greatest, MetaQuest three, one thousand two hundred eighteen pixels per inch. That's pretty good, right? 1, <laughs> you can see where this is going. <laughs> ah, <okay. That's> <laughs> um Vision Pro 318. three eighteen. <laughs> whoa. Three hundred eighty-six pixels per inch.
2: That is about 10 times more dense than the original uh, retina display of the iPhone. Yeah. And again, it's
0: right up to your face. It's viewed through lenses, but that's still the highest resolution displays we've ever seen. I'm kind of a pixel nerd. I love high resolution. This made me very happy. Can we do pixels per inch per dollar? Mm, Now we're talking. So (laughs) about (laughs) it. Actually, then you got to give it to the Quest, right? Uh, Quest is only five hundred bucks. You can do the math sure. better here
1: now. Well, that's... Vision
0: Pro is three thousand for three thousand, so that's roughly one to one. 3, thirty sure. five hundred. Thirty five hundred. Thirty three hundred eighty six pixels per inch, thirty five hundred dollars. Give or take, right? One okay. to one. Quest three is five hundred bucks and you're getting twelve hundred pixels per inch. So that's that's a win for the per dollar category for Quest. Oh. That's true. Why would you ever buy Vision Pro? Well, because <laughs> you have more dollars to spend. <laughs> <laughs> you <want more> pixels. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's the fun thing I'd open the episode with anyway. Okay. First story I want to talk about YouTube adding, uh, testing a color filter Then you, you actually saw this on your feed. Yeah. It came up on my feed. A uh, color filtering
2: feature.
1: I will say I never would have noticed it unless David mentioned it the other day. Yeah. Cause you saw the article about yeah. it. Yeah. Do you want to explain? What sure. It
2: was? Um, YouTube loves to make random experimental features. Some are very useful. Evergreen. Uh, like summarizing your your chat or summarizing your comment section. Some are <clears throat> questionable, as uh, this one kind of is. Basically, the feature is that on for some users, this is just being tested on some users, and Andrew happened to be a lucky user picked mm-hmm. out by YouTube. <laughs> you now have an option to sort the your feed by the color of the thumbnail with three different colors. You can either sort it by red, green, or blue, RGB. <laughs> Um, in practice, this is strange, uh, vibes only, you know, purely, purely vibes. Uh, yeah. So if you click one of them, it basically just shows you a bunch of thumbnails where the primary color is a certain color. There's a verge article on it and, um, the test image that they showed, the first video was the autofocus Model 3. Yeah, it was the, the red, red The review. red Model 3, yeah. And then a bunch more videos that just had a lot of red in the thumbnail, which says nothing about the contents of the video. <laughs> no. That's what I was thinking. Like, you're clicking a thumbnail, and then it's over. You're watching the video. It yeah. could be a red
0: video. Like, if I'm, okay, it's a red car review. Show, there's a lot of red in the video, mm-hmm. but often <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> yeah, YouTube, it, yeah. So I, I don't. It's just in the thumbnail, so
1: it doesn't even mean the video is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Like, so when it came up on mine, it just said "craving something new," and then had three circles: red, blue, green, and said "create a feed of videos based off color and enjoying exploring." Let's go.
0: Create an aesthetic grid of red thumbnails.
1: It's just like yeah, a temporary, (laughs) like search of just like, color. Thumbnail color base.
0: Yeah, the
2: thing is, I'm not mad because I would never have thought about something this stupid, but <laughs> yeah. because like I don't know, some some dumb stupid stuff is just kind of fun, but it's also just very strange. I, you know, I have I think
0: they're just bored. <laughs> I I think YouTube. If there's one thing that I've learned about YouTube over the years, like we've actually been privileged enough to get some behind the scenes and like talk to people who work for YouTube, and that is a very very large ship. With very many oars, and yes, Neil is a CEO, but he can like point it in a direction and sort of like steer this big thing. When they're so gigantic, any changes they make are are at scale. No matter what they do, so if you have a tiny little change that affects one percent of the users on the site, that affects a hundred million people. Like yeah. that's just what happens. Right. And so they run these experiments all the time, where they're like, we just want to kind of see what would happen if. And they'll run an experiment that's like 0.01% of users. And if it works well, maybe 0.02%. And sometimes it makes it the whole site. Sometimes they just go, yep, no more like button counter, no more dislike button counter, or whatever. And it's the whole site. And that's a huge sweeping change everyone talks about. But I feel like they run these tiny little experiments all the time that nobody yeah. talks about that are just as pointless feeling or yeah. even dumber than this one.
2: Yeah. I think they added a, the, the Chrome... Game to it at some point, like temporarily the dinosaur Uh, game, and then it went away. I don't know. It's it's very interesting.
1: Yeah, I think like my best guess at what this would attempt to be is we've talked about it. We weirdly talked about not that long ago, but old sites like stumble upon where Mm. it's just kind of like, hey, we're trying to get people to some new things. Maybe your feed's a little stagnant. Maybe the people you're subscribed to you're not enjoying as much. Here's like an opportunity to find some people. Why they decided like Here's
0: just the I buttons. want to find people with red thumbnails right now <laughs> is the route they went. Not totally sure. Maybe it, something crazy, unexpected happened that we didn't know about. Like when you just go blue thumbnails, it's all videos about
2: Eiffel the 65. Ocean.
0: I don't know. It's like I don't. I have no idea what happened. But maybe they found something there. I'm
2: gonna nice. create three new YouTube channels: one called Red, one called Green, and one called Blue, and just flood them with <laughs> with colored videos of that of that color, so that oh, when yeah. people use this feature. All my channels get tons of views.
3: I definitely thought you were about to make a Pokemon reference. Should we do ABC testing where
0: it's just the same video, except we do thumbnails in red, blue, and green? (laughs) That's actually a totally in the weeds, but very valid question, because we have done A-B testing with different colors of the same device, where Tim is a wizard, so we'll have one iPhone video thumbnail and he'll change the color of the phone i'm holding from blue to titanium so we have Mm. two of them and what we found is it makes almost no difference (laughs) unless there's like an iconic color which i thought titanium for the iphone was it would make a less than one percent difference
2: this is very funny um we got access to the multi-thumbnail option recently where you can submit two thumbnails actually up to three Three, three yeah and Basically, it'll do A-B testing and figure out what people are more likely to click on, which has a higher click-through rate. Not exactly. Not exactly. It tells you which one ended up delivering a higher overall watch percentage. Oh, okay. Which is like what YouTube wants, not necessarily what we want. Yeah. Which is... Have I said this on the pod I don't know, actually. It's it's the
0: opposite of what you would think. So when you're testing a thumbnail, I think a lot of people measure a good thumbnail as high click-through rate. Yeah. People saw the thumbnail and clicked it. Good thumbnail. People saw the thumbnail and weren't interested. Bad thumbnail. So you'd measure success by a high click-through percentage. And what YouTube is actually giving you when you A-B test is not the percentage at all, but it's the average watch time of the viewer that clicked that thumbnail. So let's say you have Hmm. thumbnail red, thumbnail blue, and people watched 50% of the video when they watched thumbnail red, but they watched 80% of the video with thumbnail blue. You would think... Thumbnail Blue is the winner because you want to reward that really good metric. But what we started to realize is if you equalize all other factors for your own audience who would just click whatever you post no matter what the thumbnail is, Yeah. if you have a horrible thumbnail, only the most dedicated viewers will watch it and give you a high watch percentage. Right. So a thumbnail with a bad click-through rate will have a Better great retention. average watch time. Yeah, Does that make yeah. sense? So and, yeah. if you find, like, you get 5% more watch time with one thumbnail, maybe pick that one. Yeah. But if you find you get 40% more watch time, it probably means the other one is
2: actually a horrible thumbnail. Yeah, and watch time is very important and good because it can play more ads, which generates more revenue for both YouTube and the uploader. Yeah. Um, But arguably, sometimes you would just want more
1: clicks. Well, yeah, like, I would almost argue YouTube wants it because they want more people staying to do more ads. And satisfied. And satisfied. But like that almost argues for non-clickbait things because they don't want people clicking things, realizing it has nothing to do with the thumbnail. Which is true, but let's be real. Almost every YouTuber is looking for the person to, Click Click because they've never seen it before. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The goal should be a nice balance. You don't want to overpromise underdeliver. That's a bad thumbnail that has a high click-through rate and a low watch time. But you also don't actually want to underpromise over-deliver because people won't even click the thumbnail to get rewarded in the first place. You want to find the balance. This metric is kind of (laughs) sort of
2: floating in the middle. I do that on my YouTube channel, which is I get no views. But but yeah, I int- um, intentionally make everything look Im- like really ambiguous and complicated. But um, ironically, when we do the A B testing on the thumbnails, the percentage is almost always yeah. 50.1 mm-hmm. and 49.9, mm-hmm. which to me is like, that's probably not statistically significant. Exactly. No. Actually, if it's close enough, it- YouTube will
0: just tell you mm-hmm. it's a tie, whatever you want.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it and won't that even happens ache. all the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we we probably have to test bigger differences in thumbnails. Maybe by color. Well, <laughs>
2: yeah. all red thumbnail. It's Maybe that's what YouTube red found shirt, out. red phone, red background. Maybe YouTube was like, we tried this multi-thumbnail thing, and it isn't giving us any relevant data. So let's just throw everything in the wall and do colors. See how <laughs> I go. feel like yeah.
1: YouTube releasing new features feels like whenever we get a new mirrorless camera that also shoots videos. It's like they're like, hey, we're giving you this thing that you really want. But we're also going to kind of screw something up with it where it doesn't even (laughs) really give you everything you want. Like, Like, we wanted A B testing, but they're like, we just got to sprinkle in a little bit of our mystery here as well. So you can constantly be in a Discord channel trying to figure out how this actually works.
0: I mean, I get it. If YouTube rolled out a feature where they're just, we'll tell you which one has a higher click through rate, people will just continue to optimize for the more and more and more clickbaity thumbnail. I get it. That's a good point. mm -hmm. It makes makes sense. Yeah. But that's where we find ourselves: is yeah. sorting by red, blue, and green. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway. Anyway. Okay. Yes. The first actual story, though. Yeah. From Google again. Bard. Remember Bard, the artist formerly known as Bard. <laughs> yeah, Forget that's, about that's it. That's not called Bard anymore. <laughs> so uh, we can we can jump right into what actually happened. But essentially, there's an update for Google Assistant with Bard on our Android phones that is now just calling it. Gemini. Mm -hmm. And Gemini was already the name of, I think, the large language model that was underneath a lot of what it did. Yeah. But now they're just calling the whole thing Gemini, and the name Bard is just gone? Yeah,
2: so they're getting rid of the Bard branding altogether. Okay. um, Which... is the most Google thing I've ever heard. Toss that one out. You know, develop develop some brand identity for a year and then just be like, JK, (laughs) and make it a whole new one that's also not Google Assistant when they already had the Google Assistant branding since 2016. Uh, Anyway, what's happening is they are basically rolling out a mobile app for Gemini, which is called Gemini Advanced, that uses Gemini Ultra 1.0. Sick. So there's going to be a dedicated app for it i don't think there was a dedicated app for bard right right yeah so you just had to use it in the mobile app Mm -hmm. yeah uh yeah in the browser so yeah it's that that's basically the news it's it's kind of very google to just like throw away this brand identity and name and everything uh i will say though we have been testing uh gemini advanced With ultra (laughs) Mm 1.0 for the last like couple of months (laughs) on a couple different phones on a couple different phones uh and it's been really really good at least for me yeah Uh, i've been using it for research purposes and i do fact check everything it tells me uh (laughs) but it hasn't really been hallucinating almost at all which has been really useful and i've been looking at very niche things that i need for specific videos that i'm working on that are really hard to like Google correctly. Ellis could have used that for
1: the uh, prices of 1975 VCRs. Yeah,
2: if it was able to link <laughs> it, him to things. Yeah, it can source maybe a little. Yeah. But I was able to say, like, explain this to me like I'm 12, and it will actually give me analogies. I love that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, there's all kinds of
0: hacks and things that work really well with it. I love it. I think we're all kind of expecting this to be a thing across all the assistants, the mobile assistants. Siri is long overdue for an update. There's all these rumors we keep seeing about a large language model and a big Siri update and all these helpful functions. I think they would be awesome to see that also. Um, Bixby kind (laughs) of...
2: Bixby's... I don't know why that wasn't part of the Samsung AI update. It was kind of confusing how Bixby didn't get any love, but then there's tons of AI all
0: around Bixby. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so Google Assistant, yeah. I think I've used it again for a lot of similar stuff to you, and... I mean Gemini 1.0 with Gemini Ultra. Jesus, I'm going to... F- yes, this is the thing about... <laughs> re- wasn't it branding. Gemini is, with Ultra 1.0? Gemini 1. with 1. Ultra 1.0. I've been using Gemini. <laughs> yeah. And uh, not Ultra to be 1. confused 0. with uh, Will Smith's movie. Um, And it has... A lot of overlap with the stuff that I was using Google Assistant for, but it also actually didn't do some of the things that Assistant did do. So it's like picking up mostly where Assistant left off for me, and it does way more of that fun stuff, like explaining things and generating
2: things, but I I needed to like loop in. You can't do home control and stuff with it. That's like- Yeah. So like this is sort of the whole like what's going on, my brain's starting to hurt thing that's going on with the Google Assistant thing is like everyone just assumed- that Google was just going to add large language model capabilities to Straight Google to the Assistant. Because mm-hmm. Google Assistant, the like, hey, G branding, has very strong brand recognition. It's been around since 2016. It's in a ton of um, of like smart speakers. It's in people's cars and Android Auto. Like they've been using that hot word and the Google Assistant logo is recognizable to most people. Yeah. So for them to like be developing this whole separate thing on the side just feels very strange. I assume that they were doing that with Bard so they could develop it and make it not hallucinate and lie to you before they coupled it in with Google Assistant, which has the ability to like control your home, Mm -hmm. smart stuff. Um, I don't really know why they didn't just keep developing Bard until it was ready to couple in with Google Assistant. I knew they were going to kill Bard at some point, but why are they rebranding it already? I have no idea. Yeah, the branding Uh, thing is confusing to me. Yeah.
1: As someone who hasn't gotten to test it, so I have no real input in this. Mm. What I will say is Bard is a great name, but I'm very sad they're getting rid of it. I would much rather, when it gets to that point, hey, Bard, yo, Bard, what, as the the like wake-up word,
2: mm-hmm.
1: hey, G, the full thing <laughs> yeah. is extremely annoying to say, and I feel like I just mumble it to the point where now it doesn't really recognize me anymore. Hey, Gemini is going to be annoying. If there's someone in the future who watches <laughs> that, this no,
2: also, where that... No, no, no. I, I don't, don't think know. there isn't a hot word for this. this Well,
1: if it does go to... Do you think it just gets... You said if it eventually pairs I with Google I think eventually
2: Assistant. they're going to... It's going to be Google Assistant powered by Gemini. Okay. Yeah. So
1: it's still an annoying Google to say.
2: Yes. I want Hey, Bard. That's so much better. Well, you can forget about Bard. He's dead. Uh, yeah. That... It's also
0: there's like a little balance I have to strike of it can't be too easy to say because you might accidentally say it with other syllables. Siri and Siri
2: are both yeah.
0: Well, the accidental triggers on Siri go hard. (laughs) Yeah. So maybe that's Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) because it does that. Whenever I say sorry, it always triggers. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's a that's a balancing act, but I agree. Yeah, it's, it's a little confusing that it is developed in sort of a separate silo from google assistant and then i uh, suppose at some point eventually it'll be good enough that they feel like combining it all into one mega new rebranded named thing maybe. <laughs> I, like, Who I, knows? I but i feel like they're
1: yeah. just gonna name it siri eventually <laughs> yeah that's the the loop we're gonna encounter it'll be yeah. called
2: google messenger i just want to read a Hangouts. quote <laughs> i just want to read a quote from like the the press release that they sent me all right bard will be called gemini and we're rolling out a mobile app and gemini advanced with ultra 1.0
0: It's not confusing at all. Okay.
2: (laughs) So it's a lot of words. Sounds like some startup event where you're just like,
0: I think I understand. I'm too embarrassed to ask if I understand. Wait, I just have a theory. Because Gemini is a constellation no? Yes. And we always see the stars to represent uh, the AI thing. Yeah. Maybe that's
2: why. They had a reason why they called it Gemini. They publicly said that.
0: Hmm.
4: David, why do they use the twinkly stars to represent
2: AI? I'm going to Japan to find out. Oh, yeah. I'm interviewing the guy who invented the emoji in Japan Mm -hmm. on there. Is he going to explain everything? I hope so. I hope so, too. (laughs) That sounds
0: sick. Okay. Yeah.
1: I want to know how big the team at Google is that just names things. Do you think there's at least 100 employees that are just naming things? Or do you think it's all the teams that are
4: naming things? I think it's one employee, and he's 15 (laughs) feet tall, and he has this giant chair. And they go in, and they go, oh, (laughs) king (laughs) of names. What shall we name this? And he goes... Gemini. <laughs> and they go, I, oh. And
2: then okay. he goes, wait, wait, never mind.
4: Ellis, <laughs> that was
3: all embargoed. We weren't allowed to say that.
2: <laughs> so this is actually way too in the weeds and only really makes sense for people that were working at Google at the time. Yeah, it's the, not
3: a really fun reason why they called it Gemini. The reason they call it
2: Gemini <laughs> is because the astro- astrological sign for Gemini is the twins, right?
4: Yeah, and it's Palm and Lambda. No. uh,
2: No. <laughs> no. No. When they had Google DeepMind and Google Brain, uh, both at Google at the same time that were kind of doing very similar tasks, they merged them. There was a trivia question about it. I feel like, yeah, so this merger, sounds very familiar. The merger yeah. of Google uh, DeepMind and Google Brain into just Google DeepMind. Mm-hmm. They called it Gemini because they were merging the twins, which hmm. is what happens in the constellation.
0: And it also is a constellation, which is stars, and now it's associated with the stars.
1: Bard is better.
2: That giant does good work. <laughs> I also love this quote. Huh. The twins were the brain team, which worked on LLMs such as Palm, and the DeepMind team, which worked on the Chinchilla Project.
1: What's the Chinchilla Project?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Ask the guy in the big chair.
1: Click that link right that sounds now. sounds like a
4: horror movie. What is The that? Chinchilla Project. <laughs> what the fuck is this? It's <laughs> the... a dog looking
2: at a lemon meringue pie. Anyway, um, yeah. So so that'll be fun. Huh. And I'm, I'm kind of excited that there is going to be a dedicated app for it, and I'm hoping that you'll be able to map that to the action button on the iPhone 15. Because previously, uh, we've been testing the BARD with Gemini capabilities. BARD Advanced, which Mm -hmm. has Gemini 1.0 in it, which is now... uh, anyway
1: Ultra 1.0. Yeah,
2: we... uh, Sorry, I didn't want to... No, you're right. You're right. I'm just frustrated. We've been testing that, uh, but you weren't able previously to launch that app immediately with the action button on the iPhone 15. You could only launch the Google app because the only way to actually interact with the Bard advanced thing was in the Google app instead of the assistant app. So you guys are all probably nice. really bored right now. <laughs> off. Wake up and let's continue the podcast. The I'm new sorry. UI is cool. I like yeah, it. I like it. It's got pretty it? colors.
0: No, it's got this new. Uh, what's the weather tomorrow? Big text. And
1: then <laughs> <laughs> it's still just writing what yeah, you're right. saying.
2: Now it's just gonna write what I'm saying, but oh, that's right. Yeah, it's doing things. Yeah, and I like the stars. Yeah. Anyway, that would be that. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on to something that also won't take
1: forever to talk about, despite one. Samsung Executive says there's no such thing as a real picture. Oh, my
0: God. Oh my God.
1: And that's it. <laughs> We're, oh moving We're moving on. We're moving on. I can see the steam coming out of David's ears Yeah, I right saw now.
0: this headline, and I was like, that's crazy that he just said it. And then I opened the Verge article, and it starts with the Samsung VP saying, there was a very nice video by Marquez Brownlee last year. And I oh went, wow. oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> don't pull me into
2: this. <laughs> I don't want to be Don't make me part of this.
0: <laughs> but it's basically... His argument is the full-on philosophical, wh- what's a picture anyway? Like, if you expose a sensor and it goes through algorithms to decide what to show on your screen, it's just making it up. It's not, there's no real picture.
3: David, take a deep breath. I
0: okay.
2: just film <laughs> photography is the only way to take a real photo. And that's probably what he would say, too. You're literally having photons just hit the silver halide crystals and create a negative. Mm-hmm. That is, I think, the only way to take a real Photo, which is based on photons. Doesn't
1: it make a difference what film stock you use, though?
2: Not really. You could do you're, double still, exposure. you're still capturing the photons. like I, Well, not capturing, I guess. Yeah, but doesn't really it come
1: out image. differently based on the it film stock? It does. So then yeah. would you argue that maybe only some film stock is a real photo and the other no. ones adding too much of a stylization to it? They all add a stylization.
2: Also, it sounds like not a photo to me. Sounds okay, like a little different to, to the me. The only way to make a real photo is if you shoot it on film and then you use an enlarger to print with photosensitive chemicals and an enlarger with a bunch of light because as soon as you scan the scanner also digitizes it and yes. puts it through like if you use a fuji scanner versus like there's all these different scanners and they apply different looks i feel like your argument
1: just was the same argument that i had but you said i was wrong
0: i think you're all agreeing there's no such thing as a real photo i think that well, that's what Well, then
2: happened. what is a photo <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> Here we go. if there is the no answer uh, uh, to the
1: question... I also hope you know I'm mostly just screwing. I know, okay. I, know. <laughs> I know.
2: I'm angry.
4: You, yeah, you, I'm totally no. you could even make the argument that the photo part ends as soon as it passes through a lens, because the light would have never been focused that way. It would have just bounded off ambiently. I just think it's funny that <laughs> I'm removing photo from the English dictionary. <laughs> yeah, this is a stupid thing
2: to I'm say. It is
1: it. a stupid thing to say, but we used to always just say whenever we talked about AI stuff, like, "What is a picture?" And yeah. we used to get comments being like, "Can you guys shut up with this saying just what is a picture?" Now the Samsung executive is also throwing that card. But out I hate there. that he's <laughs> quoting us.
4: I know. I <laughs> like, hey, look,
0: they don't think it's a picture. We don't <laughs> think
3: it's a picture. Nothing's a picture. It's fine. Everything's fine. This is also the same company that like plasters a moon onto the picture. <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> <laughs> Reference that's what he's referencing, Yeah,
0: he literally okay. He I'll just read the quote because he said, He said, he told Tech Radar, There's a very nice video by Marquez Brownlee last year on the moon picture. Everyone was like, Is it fake? Is it not fake? There's a debate around what constitutes a real picture, and actually, there's no such thing as a real picture. As soon as you have sensors to capture something, you reproduce what you're seeing, and it doesn't mean anything. There's no real picture. You can try to define a real picture by saying, I took it, but there's AI, autofocus. Is it real, or is it all filters? There is no real picture. Full stop.
4: That guy, I hope that guy hires a wedding photographer at some point, and he just gets back a bunch of mid-journey, happy married couple. And then the photographer's like, there's no such thing as a picture. What did you hire me to do? What
2: what am I paying you for? Yeah. Yeah. I just generated them with Gemini. You said that technically the lens would change it, but our eyes are also lenses that bend the light and focus But different lenses.
4: Yeah, but we're not. Yeah, but. We're not taking photos. We're not
2: taking photos. We're living life. We're getting a constant stream of photos. The speed at which our. Well, our so, eye, I, oh, speed. I get it. So we can't actually see, is what you're saying. Well, we see everything upside down, but our brains flip them. We also see in latency. Also, color doesn't exist.
4: It's so. You're it now manually
2: like, breathing because <laughs> everything is <laughs> the. Everything is the. think like wavelength, it reflects. Everyone, yeah. you heard
4: it here first. Nothing is real. That is everything but red. <laughs> Commit crimes. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay. Because, no, okay.
2: This question Don't drives, do that. drives people to madness. You can do anything, kids. It's no, like it's... having the one I, ring. It's just- Samsung
1: you, you said so. I kind of feel like his own quote here, like, kind of argues for against himself. He's like, you can try and define a real picture by saying, I took that picture, but if you use AI to optimize the zoom, the autofocus, the scene, is it real or is it filters? There's no real picture, full stop. It kind of sounds like he's saying, "Well, if you don't use AI or Zoom or an autofocus, then it is a real picture."
2: But he's still saying, "As soon as you have sensors to capture something."
1: Oh, he said that. Also,
2: I love how he brings up the moon thing and then he completely diverts away from it. (laughs) Arguably, the (laughs) under the bus, man.
1: It feels like he's using all these other things to basically say, "Like, no, that definitely was not a real picture, and
2: we got caught doing it." He's saying, "Yeah, we got caught, but photos don't exist anyway. (laughs) So why are you mad?" (laughs) actually basically yeah like
0: there were never photos to begin with so what are you so mad about i'm just showing you the moon you were taking a picture of in the first place yeah
1: we need to go to the next samsung event and when they say the s25 takes great photos you just go
4: there's no such thing as photos
2: (laughs) what section of reviews what does wikipedia define photo as Mm, i'm looking photograph okay a photograph also known as photo image or picture is an image created by light falling on a photosensitive surface, usually photographic film or electronic image sensor. So, like, so just the light
0: hitting the sensor is the photo. None of the processing pipeline. It says it's after
2: created that. by the light.
0: Oh, falling on the photosensitive surface. That's technically incorrect, because the light hitting the sensor doesn't create anything until the sensor goes, all right, here's the data to the processor,
2: here's the processing, An here's image the thing that gets output. created by light falling on the photosensitive surface. So the light, it is created by it, because the light falls on the CCD sensor or on
4: the... But if film. it's off, nothing no. happens. I, it doesn't fall. I, light never falls. I like... <laughs> I like I gotta, that I'm definition. I'm going to edit this Wikipedia page. <laughs> I like that definition because no matter what processing the camera's doing it's still a photo it's still working like there there's an input which is the light on the sensor and then there's an output which is a file that we can see we can say it's a photograph exactly with the moon (laughs) thing for example those pixels were not informed by light hitting the sensor they right. were informed by light oh. hitting a sensor at some point somewhere else. But then at that point, it's the same it's as a photoshop. Composite. Yeah, a which composite. we've all decided. Although everything else is. Oh, Marquez a is going to rock There's my wall of the now. The they composite. only showed up there because of the way light was hitting the sensor. And then it said, oh, moon. Yeah. But because of the way the yeah, light it's hit a, the sensor. But that's a meta decision and not, not an image decision.
0: No, it's <sighs> it was automatically triggered by the light hitting a sensor a certain way.
4: That's true. Yeah, no, no, no. But here's my argument, Mm -hmm. and we might have to cut this. (laughs) Oh, no. no. Hey, I appreciate you going before. Yeah. yeah. But if an actor is on the cover of a magazine, Mm -hmm. okay, and he is super ugly, Mm -hmm. okay, someone will Photoshop him to be less ugly before he's on the cover of that magazine. I'm with you. Him being that ugly in the original picture is what triggered the decision to alter the photograph, to composite it into a new image. And it's the same thing, where something in the original image triggered a compositing behavior. But we would all say that's not a real photograph. He's actually ugly. Right. So that's how I feel about the the moon thing. It's like, yes, you're right. Something happened at the input stage that made it do this work. But because the actual image work is a composite job, yeah, I'm saying not photo, which is why I like. The okay, I have TV
2: something to bring up to you based on that, Ellis. Okay. Yeah.
4: So almost every
2: smartphone uses multi-frame HDR now, this is and right. so having an image, having an image that is either too bright or too dark informs the phone to need to take multiple shots, right? Which it composite. then composites.
1: I was just also going to so. say, so many phones do just automatic skin smoothing, which is essentially the exact thing you were just
4: talking
2: about. Okay, so phones
4: aren't pictures. So phones are not photos, but... but photos are real. Photos are real. Photos are real, real, guys. Full stop.
2: I would say you're not a real photographer unless you have a real camera. That's how we go. Welcome (laughs) to the Goalpost podcast. (laughs) We've moved it so many times. Am I the only one that agrees with him? love to gatekeep.
0: No, I think I kind of technically agree with him, in that my definition of a photo fo- like if you just have light hitting a sensor but it's off, nothing happens. And sure. I think the second that the sensor is on and has to turn that light information into data, signal. it is being processed and it is now in the realm of no longer actually No, it's a photo. A photo.
2: Yeah, I would say it's not a photo. That's not a photo. Yeah. yeah. Can't because it's being okay, processed. If we if we go by the Wikipedia definition,
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: which I think is a good one.
3: I think it's a safe one. I it
2: wouldn't say It brings us back one. to reality <laughs> a little bit, right? It's like if we go by this and it just says an image created by light falling on a photographic surface, such as a photographic film or electronic image sensor, we can just say everything is a photo, but it was but like a smartphone photo was heavily altered by ai or multi frame hdr so th- things are all all things are photos but how were they altered i like that direction. so the output isn't a photo um
3: no <laughs> no i can't wait for the next verge article it where is an it. altered photo how about it's that? it's an it altered is an photo, photo. and which altered is why photo. it has a little watermark of Stars that well, you can. Then but remove. only the AI, <laughs>
2: the only the AI yeah, ones. Until you automatically remove it. Every photo is an altered photo unless you take it on a real camera. <laughs> it's Schrodinger's images, and actually, those are altered there too. There are no <laughs> because of JPEG compression.
1: Anyway,
4: so wait what we officially have
0: gotten <laughs> nowhere
2: <laughs> this is a six-hour
0: podcast uh no, no, we, have
4: to... we have gotten somewhere and it's a, that is a stupid thing to say maybe don't put that in maybe but, wow that is a stupid thing to say
2: don't like, throw us under the bus like this oh
1: i feel like they're already getting ready to quote Marquez <laughs> <laughs> for the <laughs> next time they talk podcast about this for the next so, yeah. one yeah yeah that yeah. would be a mistake credit
2: us all please yeah or don't <clears throat> comment in the comment section about what a real photo is I think it's a great time to take a break.
1: I think I need a smoke
3: break. (laughs) (laughs) It's Trivia season four. Season four. Zero zero zero. zero. Everyone is tied up. (laughs) Zero zero zero. First (laughs) question. (laughs) What is a photo? First question. What were the five? Yes, five. Mm. iPhone five C colors. Ooh. You have to get all five to get a single point. To get a single point. Whoa. Yep. All or nothing. Proposition.
1: What is a color? Denied. <laughs> colors aren't real.
0: Yeah, true. What is your
1: proposition? It's actually, uh,
2: everything but green. Everything but yellow. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. Keep going. Keep going. Yes. Okay, now, yeah, we'll think about that. They're all pale. I remember that. Because they're plastic. Pale plastic colors. Did C stand for cheap color? It stood for it cheap. It just stood for C. Colorful, and we'll be right
2: back. <laughs> Thank you, Alice. <laughs>
0: Let's talk about. We got like two more sections that are fairly uh, focused, unlike the last section. <laughs> the last section was focused up until we. I think we you know. did an admirable, jo- admirable job of not.
2: Okay, We were was very
0: focused. It was very second same. half of podcast to yes. start.
2: Google, Google, chaos. <laughs> I thought
1: I was smart.
2: <laughs> I never did this. This
0: middle section, we can talk Vision Pro updates because there are some Vision Pro updates already. Yes. We learned some new things, and it's also gotten an update. The main Fun thing. Is it fun? I don't know. Yeah. it was. Derek, fun. everything. He did his usual uh taking apart and durability testing. Fun fact, like one of the top comments on our video about Vision Pro was, I can't wait for this to be de- scratches at level six with deeper at level seven. Like that was like a 40,000 like comment <laughs> on our video. Turns out it's scratched at level two <laughs> with deeper grooves at level three. Yikes. So we we're trying to figure out what's going on. If you watch Zach's video... Apple does claim the Vision Pro has laminated glass on the front, which is less scratch-resistant but more crack-resistant, potentially. Um, It kind of is like a screen protector that comes pre-installed on a phone. So you can, and we actually have accidentally already gotten a little scratch on the outside of the Vision Pro. Ideally, this will not affect the performance of the Vision Pro. Also, update, it was actually scratches level three with Deeper Groove's level four. Yeah, my bad. I okay. wrote that down wrong. <laughs> yeah. Got it. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's notably not just glass on the outside of the Vision Pro. Yeah. It's still smudges like glass. It's still fingerprints like glass. That carrying cloth that they give you, I think it's actually good to use it all the time because I suspect that the sensors are trying to see through the smudges, and the cleaner you can keep it, the better oh, yeah. the performance will be. So that's all good to know. But, yeah, that outside layer is... A little bit of a composite going on, yeah. That's and to know. if you scratch it over those sensors, that's bad. Yeah, we were talking about Apple Care for this thing, and Apple Care for the Vision Pro is five hundred dollars. But what it gets you is five hundred dollars off of replacing the outside glass. So it would normally be like eight hundred dollars, but now it's three hundred with Apple Care. I guess like it's a
1: little different. So it's five hundred dollars over two years. If you break the glass, it costs $299 to replace. So if you break it one time, it costs about $800, which if you break it without AppleCare, it costs about $800. Yeah. But it's a little better if you plan on breaking it more than once in two years. Right. Because then you only pay another $300.
0: Right. That's like the worst Apple. You're care. basically losing
1: money if you don't.
0: You should get Apple <laughs> care if you plan on buying breaking it more than once, basically. over two years. Over two yeah. years, yeah. The thing is, and that's this is one of those new form factors for Apple anyway. Where I kind of we're about to get a, a lot of data on how often this thing breaks. Mm-hmm. When you pick it up, I think a lot of people's instinct is to pick it up by the light seal, yeah. but it's just a magnetically attached like lightweight plastic thing. Yeah. And if you pick it up by the light seal, you could just drop the headset. You have to like remember to pick it up by the metal. And it's kind of weird to pick it up by the glass on the front because I think I'm smudging it every time I do it. So it's kind of an interesting learning curve there. I would say like, well,
1: when we have the dual loop one on, that's easy to just grab the top loop because it feels right. But yeah, all all the time I'm like, oh, I'm about to pick up the glass. I don't want to smudge it. So I just pick up the light seal and then like, it like starts falling off and yeah. I catch it. Yeah. It's, yeah.
0: With the quest, I just
2: grab the front. I don't care because it's just plastic on the front mostly. During our demo sessions, they specifically were like, put your thumb in the center where the uh, nose bridge is and then put your other fingers on the top. So on the metal part. Yeah. You pick it up that way and then you do that. But it's like, that's so specific. It says real, you're holding it wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Apple has had specific <laughs> holding instructions before. We'll put it that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, so got, watch Zach's video. It's linked in the description. It is it's pretty detailed. I would never be able to do what he does with a knife in the Vision Pro. So no.
1: It's also really cool because he, like, rips all the cloth interior and the, the mm-hmm. screens out and, like, seeing the inside of it, even he says it's, like it is very it's beautiful inside it's uh, so just I, how yeah. well it's put together it is
0: uh, people kind of gave me a little bit of flack for that when i said this thing is very efficiently built it actually is even though yes it is metal and it has a lot of well, glass and those choices are not efficient <laughs> but with those things that they've decided to do the thing is tightly compact
1: maybe us humans aren't efficient enough for the glory that is vision pro
0: <laughs> it it has carbon fiber uh magnesium uh multiple motors and hinges fans vents glass, computers, dedicated processing chips, RAM, battery on the
2: side. It's got a lot. It's got a lot of
4: it's on. got yeah. a lot of lightning going on. Yeah, like uh, I it's yeah.
2: really funny. So the someone right before it officially came out, uh had in the on the battery put a sim removal tool in the battery to pop out that non-removable cable. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's like lightning plus. But it even, looks just like even cable. better. <laughs> the cable the like connector that connects the headphone portion of it to the rest of the headset is like lightning max so i have that <laughs> even pro thicker max because i bought the development cable
0: oh yeah which plugs directly in so you'd have to take the sim card tray eject it or oh. whatever and plug this in to get usb out straight out of the vision pro yeah and so yeah i've got this giant slightly curved oh. lightning cable Interesting, and there's just lightning everywhere. Yeah, this thing they they can't help themselves. Yeah, they, they love their little real really lightning pins. I so, saw
1: yeah, an sorry. article earlier today that was just like that says the it's a three hundred dollar developer strap, right? It is, yeah, I and paid, apparently, sorry, I paid three hundred dollars <laughs> Apparently, it's only USB two. Also, uh,
2: what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I guess there's only going to be a number of developers that do that, and they probably don't care about speeds except for us. But we're not developers. I mean,
0: you're you're loading your app onto the Vision Pro. You're like testing and
2: and loading. It'd be nicer, it faster, but they probably don't. We care. bought it because we wanted to hope
1: that it's potentially going to let us feedback video in the actual 4K without stuttering the device. So right, in right. that case, we would like speed in terms of sending it back. But I'm mm-hmm. feeling it's not going to do that. I'm going to try. <laughs>
0: I'll keep you posted if it works. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. no, Casey's video on the Vision Pro is also pretty incredible. Have mm-hmm. you seen that? Yeah, he cr- like walks around New York City and I everyone's got a different like angle to look at Vision Pro. His was just like walking around with it yeah. and seeing people's reactions like vintage Casey around the city. And some of the scenes in that video are hilarious. like him in the donut shop. I don't, this is the thing about like using the Vision Pro. There are all kinds of videos now of people wandering around outside using the Vision Pro and they're all going viral and they're all really dystopian and oh, we're so screwed. This guy's all behind fake. the driver's seat. <laughs> they're <laughs> all fake. 75% of them are either fake because you see them doing all sorts of gestures that actually don't make sense in the Vision Pro yeah. or they're just weird decisions to use it in that place. Like I feel like, we talked about this last time, I use it half in the same sort of time that i would have used an ipad like there's a video of a guy crossing the street like moving windows around like i wouldn't be on my ipad crossing the street moving windows around
2: yeah yeah yeah
0: um but you, you could in the vision pro so they're doing it Anyway, Casey has this scene where he's in, like, a donut shop, and he, like, loads up the dinosaur demo, which comes pre-installed, and literally, like, has the butterfly land on a donut, and he cuts back and forth to, like, him with this incredibly immersive experience and a dinosaur and a butterfly landing on a donut, you know, and they cuts like the to outside, people. and there's people, like, watching a guy, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> holding a donut up. It's like, it doesn't look... It's hilarious. I, wanna, I
1: love that video. I want to know how loud his volume is on that because that is just yeah. dinosaurs roaring at like very loud. It's the levels. loudest app on the Vision Pro. Yeah. It's so loud. I love um, Captain Disillusion had a tweet about somebody using it on the subway. And he said, When out in public and someone glances at me for a microsecond too long, I rush a trek. If maybe a strand of hair is slightly out of place, I could never
0: do this. Wearing Vision Pro in public is a choice. Is a choice. I have been very vocal about my desire to use it on a plane. I have to admit, there's a little part of me that's a little worried about what that looks like. Yeah, but I'm going to do it anyway.
2: I think that it will become normalized. You know, I think normalized in not in public, like on in on the plane. Exa- that's on exactly that's exactly what I was say. But on the plane, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, because yeah. you would you would have an iPad on the plane or yeah. an iPad in random places, and that's right. fine. Yeah,
1: I don't think it will be. Yeah, it will not be normalized as this like walking around no. so that we're seeing people, especially because. No. You have to, like, if you actually want Windows to do anything, you have to pinch them and bring them with you or else they just disappear. So it literally makes no sense. It's been really funny.
2: People have been like, this is the only product where I can legitimately lose virtual displays throughout my house. (laughs) Like, where did I leave that? There was this really funny uh, viral photo where someone was like, oh, that's where I left it. And YouTube was just in in front of the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what happens. And it just stays there. It just stays there. Which is incredible. It's a feature. Yeah, it is a feature because a lot of people, like the idea is throughout your house in different Mm -hmm. like media centers, like in front of your computer hub, you've got certain apps and then sitting on the couch, you've got a giant screen like where your TV might be. And for that kind of use case, that's pretty cool that you can just use one headset to like replace a lot of products. Again, it is only an isolated device that you cannot enjoy with anyone else in your life. So if you're lonely and sad like me, maybe it's a great product, but um, for everyone else, might be a problem. I have a bunch of things that have
0: been coming to my mind over the past couple of days that I think I may turn into a video, which is what I think would be the best things to improve for the next Vision Pro. Mm. I don't think it's gonna be a yearly product necessarily. No, like We got just... AirPods Max like years ago and we're still waiting for the second gen. Yeah, true. Like, I think Vision Pro is gonna live for a little while before Three we see the years. next one. Oh, but okay. for the second Vision Pro, One of the things you're talking about, shared experiences, I think that would be such a natural and enormous advantage for Apple is to make everyone with Vision Pros be able to share experiences with each other, Yeah, to be able to look at the same object in the same room. Now, you might not think that's particularly useful, but let's say I'm in an office in California and someone else is in an office in Mexico, and we both open the same 3D object in front of us and we manipulate it and show it to each other. Just that connecting... Uh, of the same thing would yeah. be like huge.
1: I was surprised that that's so far not really a I thing, agree. right? That's one of the most like the comments I've seen the most is just like cool. It has a lot of these other things and it's super well made. But like my Quest Three, I can go visit someone who's nowhere near me and we can do something
0: together. Yeah, and like that's games, such a cool part of VR. What's that called? Uh, something Shareplay. room. There's a something a room. rec room. Yeah, rec room oh. is yeah. hilarious. But it's the fundamental purpose is you are in the same room as someone else wearing the also headset also VR chat yeah oh, all these yes. things they're hilarious they're super fun so yeah. like that i'm shocked that that doesn't exist for vision pro there's another app the sky guide which is like all the constellations in the sky they have a laser pointer feature so i can like point at the lasers and and like show them in the sky but like no one can see no what can i'm looking, see looking it. at i'm like pointing lasers what's at the, the sky what's the point of the laser oh. if
2: nobody else can see it yeah
0: exactly so that's like my number one number two is you can leave windows around your house for example When you pack up the Vision Pro and bring it to a new place, like let's say your office, you can start opening windows again and they will disappear from your house and open in the new place. So if I have Safari open at home and I go home... Sorry. So if I have Safari open at home and I open up a window and I put YouTube in front of the toilet (laughs) and then I drive to the studio and I open it up and I open up Safari... It's still there, and I need to either grab that window from there, or try some other things. So I want to be able to have saved environments where the pins load back up where I was. I agree. So I can come back home at the end of the day, and even though I use yeah. Safari at the
2: office, it's YouTube is still pinned. In They're front like the expecting that you're only going to use it in one space, I, which is kind of silly. Yeah.
4: Did you ever play Skate Two? Or I think Skate 3 did the same mechanic. I don't think so. In either of those uh, Xbox games, you could drop your board and just like run around on your feet to like climb ladders and stuff like that. And no matter where you were in the game... Like, you could leave your board miles away. If you hit one of the triggers, you just stick out your hand (laughs) and (laughs) go Yep. That's that's what we need. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. That's what's
0: happening. You're summoning What I wanna do is be able to leave the skateboard and then have a new skateboard for this new part and then go back to where the old skateboard was and it's right where I left it. I get it now.
2: We wanna be able to like get home, immediately load up the home environment and then all the windows are where I want them to be in my home and then when you get to the studio, it loads it up and they're all in the studio.
1: I just find it funny that I now also have to clean up my virtual world as well as my actual house. As you can well. just
2: say hey
0: S close everything. Mm, and then it will. And then your life ends. And then everything closes. Including you. <laughs> you, you will close. be at <laughs> it. When you die, AR, dimmer, you die in <laughs> AR. And dimmer. And dimmer. The field of view starts so shrinking. No, yeah. I so those are my two big vision pro like feature requests that i think would make a massive difference to the way people use vision pro there's all sorts of other little things i want the field of view to be wider i want the battery life to be longer blah blah blah. we get the, the, weight. Tech. the weight sure but you know i think that
2: might be a video we end up putting together i think yeah it's interesting. truly wild to me that they don't have more share play stuff yeah mm-hmm. because it, it seems insane that they could easily be like oh we both have an 80 inch tv now Mm -hmm. that we could just like watch together, but we don't actually have to have a TV there.
0: The closest thing is FaceTime does let you share your view because obviously you can't hold things up to your camera when it's your persona. So you can hit this button where it shares your view and then through a window, you can see the first person view of what the front of that person's Vision Pro sees. So that's just like the regular, you do that on an iPhone. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, it's just like flipping your, but it's two hands instead of one because it's on your face. Mm. So that's kind of cool, but it's not what we were hoping. I feel like that's me saying like, Claire, let's both watch this movie together and I watch it in that and then I give
1: her an, an iPad that's showing what I'm yeah, seeing and yeah. she could just watch it on the iPad. It'd be cool <laughs> if they had like
2: family groups and then you could set up what apps people could automatically see. So like, if you were okay with your partner seeing what you had open on Safari or whatever, you could just say, they can always see my Safari windows floating. But then if you had another app that you didn't want them to see when they walked by, they wouldn't see it. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: Yeah, Yeah, the thing about Vision Pro and many other Apple devices is Apple does not want you to share them.
2: They want you to buy another one. Yeah, true. And that's the most like iPad thing ever. They don't have multiple profiles on the iPad, and that is the most obvious. It's the most obvious thing. Buy your kid an iPad. I just learned that the other day. It's insane. So they want you to buy another iPad. Yeah.
0: And I think the Vision Pro will forever be that also, (sighs) as long as it's Apple, doing Apple things. Painful. Uh, Anyway, there is an update to some of the software. It's mm-hmm. still in beta, but developer there is a developer update, update yeah. to the Vision Pro. I don't even know if they have an OS number. Is one like 1.1 Vision or OS something? 1.01, I
2: think. So something
0: the like main thing that people are noticing is it's improving the personas a little bit. Mm-hmm. I looked at the before and after some of were posting, and it doesn't look that different to me. Yeah. But this is the one thing that is so notably in beta that people are keeping an eye on how yeah. the personas evolve over time. So it's evolving over time. Yeah. It's It has begun. They're going to continue to make these look... I imagine slightly more realistic and slightly more complete over and over again over time. Oh, it is 1.1, 1. 1, not 1.01. 1. Okay. Yeah. But still beta. Yes. So. Beta,
2: yeah. Yeah. Developers. So beta. there's that. And then, keeping an eye on it. Also, uh, before this 1.1 update, if you forgot your Vision Pro password, you were just boned. <laughs> like there was nothing you oh, could do. Yeah. So, but now they have a way to reset. The vision pro if you forget your password through your iphone or just like on it um i'm not sure okay i just know you now can okay that's good great <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i have i have um what's the
0: id called again optic, optic ID. Id i have that but every time you boot it up you do need to put in your password mm-hmm. or passcode yeah so yeah. that's good to know
2: all right yeah vision pro updates everybody it's yeah. happening Another update I would love for the Vision Pro is yeah. to never see it on my social feeds ever again. <laughs> because for the last week, um, there has been no other content. And I'm really annoyed. We, we say that as we talk about the Vision I Pro know. for the
1: seventh podcast Don't, Don't worry, I got your
0: OnePlus 12 review coming right up. <laughs> Thank it's, you. That's we a nice should little scrap combo that. Breaker. <laughs> nice little combo breaker for your feed. Thank you. I got you. I need it. All right. We do have a whole nother section that is totally focused after the break. So before mm-hmm. we get into that, Let's do trivia. I think I should make that pause longer and longer every time. <laughs> the trivia
1: pause? Before we, get, before into we get
0: into it. Let's do trivia. And I just can't... <laughs> Have you seen... Okay, so the NBA... Sorry, this is a... No, no, no go for it. The uh, NBA highlights. The guy who voices over the NBA.com highlights every day on the YouTube. The Mentator? Yes. He's got this, like, incredible style where he, like, says... and. You know, here, I'll just play an example. He'll he'll go over the NBA highlights for the day. And at the end of every video, he says, and that's been your NBA.com top 10. And people started noticing he started saying it faster and faster every single time.
3: Derek, Derek. Favors with the big smash number one on the NBA.com top 10. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's got more range than a cell tower. Watch him go off. The glass with glass <laughs> to send the game into OT. Russell Westbrook, number one on the NBA.com. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's,
4: that's
3: a
0: <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> We're doing the opposite of that. That's for fucking stuff.
2: But he does go. "Ka, Wow. He only does that for himself, but I love it. Wow. All right. I don't remember. Epic.
0: Yeah. That's where we were. Uh, Are the lights doing different
4: things? They look we, a little brighter. Uh, that's because David was singing. Uh. Oh. Uh. Oh. Ah. Uh. Oh, that's literally why they. Oh. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trivia. And just because I want to kick off this season with a bang, we're going to make this question worth three. That's three good. points. Tres leches. Let's go. Are you ready? What wondering. are the three leches?
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> that would be a good That's a great question. Leche número uno. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay, yes. Is, yes, three points. Yes. Three points. <laughs> Samsung, point. one of the biggest companies in the world, can have its name translated in, into English as. Three stars. Hmm. Each one of those stars represents something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, my God. What? <laughs> it
1: just things. send. It, just send it. That's it. Three things. We all have to name three things. <laughs> the I answers think. are going to be so what good. Do
4: each star. What does each star? Life, liberty stand <laughs> for? Suit of yes. I
0: don't. Okay. Wow, this is a real shot in the dark. Sorry,
4: I had to come up with a question really fast and it- (laughs) No, I love it, I love it, I love it. We'll be back after this break.
0: The R2 and the Porsche Taycan. All
4: right, let's go. Okay. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. (laughs) Support
0: for Waveform comes from Coda. So it can be tough to stay organized when your team is spread across time zones, With Coda, you can help keep your whole team on the same page with an all-in-one collaborative workspace that brings together the best of documents, spreadsheets, and apps into one platform. That means less time ping-ponging between different tabs and tools and more time on your projects. So with Coda's extensive planning capabilities, you can stay aligned when managing planning cycles and while measuring objectives and key results. Plus, you can access hundreds of templates and get inspired by others in Coda's gallery. So over 50,000 teams across the world collaborate with Coda, from the New York Times to Square, uh, from Toast to TED and Uber. So if you want a platform that enables and empowers your team to collaborate effectively and focus on shared goals, you can get started with Coda today for free you can head over to coda.io slash wave. So that's coda, C-O-D-A dot I-O slash wave to get started for free. coda.io forward slash wave. All right, welcome back to the Wave Forum podcast. You might've heard the EV in my voice there. I did. We've got three EVs that have major interesting stories about them that we should talk about. They are Porsche Taycan, Rivian, and Tesla Cybertruck where should we start?
2: Do you want to flip Rivian. a three-sided coin?
4: Oh. <laughs> three-sided coin?
2: A pyramid? Wait, yeah, it's a pyramid. What Adam picked four sides. You're well, right. but a
4: D three is pyramid-shaped. Yeah, what? The the base doesn't count.
0: Rivian R two. Rivian R two. Oh, okay. Cool. Thanks, three-sided oh. die. <laughs> <laughs> Rivian R two is pretty sick. Okay, we don't actually know anything about it, but the idea of it is pretty sick, right? So we got this announcement. March 7th, we are going to learn something about Mm -hmm. this next Rivian platform, but this entire time, and we've interviewed RJ on this podcast before and talked about it, is Rivian Rivian has been very clear that the Rivian R1T and R1S are built on the R1 platform, and they are their most capable, most premium vehicles, and they are planning to do a less expensive, still capable, but possibly slightly smaller R2 platform. That's all we know. We know nothing about the vehicles that will be on the platform or any of the details. And March 7th, we're going to find out some of that stuff. And I'm excited. I I think we're all excited. I have a question.
1: I'm very excited.
0: Um, Did he specifically say smaller?
1: And I'll, ask, I'll tell you why I'm asking.
0: That's a good question. I would have to double check. He might not have explicitly said smaller.
1: Well, good. Let's just pretend he didn't say that so then I can speculate here and okay. make a conversation out of absolutely nothing. Okay. Okay. So Engadget had an article that said the R2 platform is expected to start with a smaller SUV, but then said reportedly about the size of a G- Jeep Grand Cherokee, which Jan- Grand Cherokee compared to an R1S is smaller.
0: barely. Very similar sized. The Wagoneer is the big one,
1: yeah. But still, the Jeep Grand Cherokee. I'll pull up. You've seen is that it car Grand Cherokee three rows? I don't think it is. I don't think it is, but it's still fairly big. Have you ever been on car? Si- you know, car sized, right? Yeah. Really awesome website. If no one's ever been to it, where you can put two cars a- and they go <laughs> right next to each other. I grew up on a Grand Cherokee. Yeah, but a Grand Cherokee just changed size okay. a lot. Since I thought then. you
3: grew up in Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um,
1: 2022. I'm wondering if Engadget meant just a Cherokee, a Jeep Cherokee, which is smaller and more closer to like a Forester, which is I want so bad, Mm. but a Rivian R1.
0: The big difference here might be three rows versus two rows.
1: So that's what I'm wondering because I I'm hoping it doesn't get that large.
0: Yeah. So the R1s, if you've seen our review, it is three rows and it is a wonderful vehicle. But let's be real, the third row is very small. But they've jammed three rows into it.
1: That's very Cherokee similarly sized, right?
0: It is similar, but you got a couple inches off and it's two rows. So now you have two normal full size rows and a big trunk. Yeah. Which I think is what a lot of people also want. So
1: that's what I'm wondering. Like if it's just the like less capable version, it would still be very similarly sized, but maybe doesn't have triple motor and max battery pack and like all these crazy like crawling yeah. features and like off roading and whatnot, which i hope it's more of a just smaller version
0: i think that's what rj means by less capable like the r1t right now the flagship the launch edition this thing is a quad motor 800 horsepower pickup truck that's That's, the cherokee yeah that's a lot smaller yeah yeah that's a different class of vehicle yeah i think i think what he means by less capable is You could easily go single or dual motor, you can go less horsepower, you can go less crazy tire setup, you can go even less crazy features like the thing has a flashlight in the door and a Bluetooth speaker under the armrest and all sorts of other things and he was clear mostly about them wanting to keep the adventuriness of it so they might choose to keep some of the fun frills that make it characterful, the headlights, the front trunk, etc., But yeah, it'll be a balancing act for them to like cut corners that meaningfully reduce the cost but don't meaningfully reduce the character. That's why I think it would aim towards smaller size because like if the
1: rumor seems to be 40 to 60 and I feel like if you have something that's only a couple inches smaller
0: and that big, that's much cheaper. Or maybe that rumor is just totally wrong. 40 to 60 is interesting. Like when I look at their range right now, they're at like model S and X prices with Mm -hmm. their flagships. So to go down to 40 to 60 is... Right around Model 3 and Model Y. Mm -hmm. So, maybe.
1: I feel like I'm psyching myself out for what (laughs) I want this to be and worried about
0: it.
2: Yeah, I would love like a Subaru Outback-style car or a sedan, as I am a city dweller. Mm -hmm. And um, unfortunately, I don't think that's happening until the third generation. I mean, an Outback wouldn't be that
1: dissimilar. I would... I think Forrester, just this. No, no, well, yeah, I think a force. Uh, no, Forcer even more so would, would be, be the like a smaller Cherokee. version of this. Yeah, which I could. Which I'm get hoping down for. for yeah.
0: sure mm-hmm. I would love. I that's to what I want. City, still for, pretty good range. Still yeah. quiet.
2: Yeah, smooth. Lots of storage. I, I would like that. I'd yeah, be, I that's
1: what I'm hoping good. for.
2: Yeah yeah, so the the way that um there was a leak about the day that the event was going to happen that was very hilarious. Oh. There was a town board meeting that happened in uh, Santa Monica, I believe it was. Um, so wherever they're having the event in Southern California, Laguna
4: Beach, yeah, Laguna Beach, oh, right. because they bought that movie theater down there and turned it into a Rivian showroom. Really? That's not what happened. but
2: well, I mean, that's not how they found out about the r two platform.
4: Oh, but, oh, sorry. Were you just saying? I No, I was just saying that that's like where they do all their, They're in their, oh, area. their okay, yeah. stuff. Yeah, th- there's like, group spent a lot of summers in Laguna Beach. I know the area very well. There's this movie theater that had been there since the 60s and everyone really loved it. And then Rivian, it had changed hands a few times. Rivian eventually bought it and they were like, oh, that's cool. They're going to like have a Rivian branded movie theater. And then they were like, psych, it's a dealership. <laughs> nice.
2: Damn but yeah they uh they had a town like a city hall meeting and one of the things on the meeting list was that they had to approve the r2 launch event because they're going to be parking some r2 vehicles on the grass Mm -hmm. and so they had this document that just said like rivian r2 launch event yeah and Rivian had not said anything, but the town hall notes are public. <laughs> so it's really it was really right. funny. Like it's a funny way to get. Who found that leak? I don't know. They were on it. No, yeah, never. You never know who's
4: maybe some random person who works for
0: the town is going to be like. Wait, r you? Yeah,
4: right. Someone there probably likes no, Rivian. Or... No, no. Laguna Beach is like when you're on the. Everyone there is very wealthy, um, and mm-hmm. everyone there loves EVs. So it's it's the only place I've ever oh. been where like. Like, I'd say like... Sixty to seventy-five percent of cars on the roads are electric. There, wow, Jesus. and and it's all the like the rare ones, like the what's the brown one I like that no the one Lucid, yeah, you see a lot of Lucids. <laughs> the brown one, <laughs> that was the best way of describing a <laughs> Lucid ever. The Lucid, what's that uh, long brown, <laughs> that long brown one that I am a fan of. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not Mustang Machi country. It's like gotcha. Rivian and Tesla. Mm. Every time I am like in
2: Southern California, every other car is a Tesla. Yeah, generally a Model Y or Model X. Yeah, we
3: you're from cali no there's but I'm not a lot. from southern California. that's
0: gonna be prime r2 from country. the east side by nevada <laughs> okay wait so speaking of premium evs there's two others we want to talk about yeah tycan or cybertruck Ty- you can go tycan tycan okay all right yes there's I a tycan am... facelift
2: yeah i'm really excited about this uh i can't afford it but i'm really <laughs> excited about it anyway
0: so the Taycan we already knew was porsche's premium ev sedan um, start, it's still expensive. It's still going to start at like 106 grand or something like that. But it got a facelift, which has new, more efficient, higher mileage and faster models. And they charge way faster, which is really impressive. I mean, if you find the charger that will support this exact thing. Which they said they're like installing. Or of the, course they're always installing them. Installing them. Yeah, yeah, they are, They always say they're installing yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. uh the details are there's a new the base Taycan, uh which now has a 79 kilowatt I think that's the same size, a 79 kilowatt hour battery on the small end. Yeah. But there's a 93 kilowatt hour option and there's now a 105 kilowatt hour option. Yeah. And so you're getting now well over 300 estimated miles. I think the Turbo S is 390 miles of range I believe is the number and also does 0 to 60 in 2.3 seconds and has up to 940 horsepower. Holy crap. Still dual motors, still a Taycan, still looks almost the same. There's like one or two aerodynamic bits that's different, but also the charging curve for these new batteries thanks to new cooling is Crazy high. I think they get up to 320 kilowatts and they stay at 320 kilowatts for not just the first two seconds of charging, but for a long duration of the charging. So that's awesome. We're seeing something like uh zero to eighty percent in 18 minutes. And that's zero to eighty. Yeah. Imagine you pull up with like twelve percent, you want to charge up to fifty percent real quick. That's like plug in, go buy a snack, and you're you're good. Wow. So that's exciting. That's like that's the type of innovation we hope to see with EVs. Again, they don't build their own charging network. You're probably not going to get those speeds through an adapter at a Tesla supercharger. That's mm-hmm. just the realest, the realest, the realness, the real. Are you rapping? That's the just real. the real <laughs> situation. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited about the new PowerTrans, new batteries.
4: Can uh, I say something about this? Yeah. yeah. All right. If Apple put out a version of the iPhone that was called the iPhone Solar and then it didn't have solar panels on it but we're just like no nah, it's just like a vibe thing like it just sort of like felt like like a solar we would all be like that's a lie you're a liar and i'm upset it would only be okay if they
0: already had products in their lineup with the word solar in it that had solar panels right that
4: Usually. would make it even worse if they put out one called solar that didn't have solar
0: i see where you you're know going. where i'm going i know this, exactly right? where you're going why
4: the heck Are we all going to let them call an electric car a Turbo S? Do they not already
0: have a car? Because turbo in Porsche's lineup just means fast. Insane. But turbo for the longest time in Porsche language means the fastest one.
4: I'm going to make this a short point, but I just want (laughs) to, you know, calling something that's naturally aspirated turbo is one thing. Calling Mm -hmm. something that is not aspirated whatsoever a (laughs) turbo turbo. is pretty wild. What does
2: aspirated mean? Oxygen. Um,
4: just an um, engine
0: that yeah breathing. does not have oh, turbochargers that, that force induction from a turbocharger shoving
2: air into it yeah got you okay so
0: yeah turbo means fast
2: all right a couple of really fun things about this car uh one it is finally going to have the more integrated car play which is they say is oh, more integrated yeah. and more immersive mm. so actually seeing one of these is going to be awesome and i think it would be really great to get one in for review just to play with the car. Play so imagining
1: stuff. imagining just a Vision Pro just drops down like the, <laughs> oh like the breathing things in a plane.
2: Yeah. Um Also, there's going to have an option to have this new push to pass button, which for 10 seconds gives you a, six, a 70-kilowatt boost. So if you're passing someone on the highway, it becomes much easier to just be like... Voo, voo, voo. Do yeah.
1: you know what they could have done there to, one, make that sound cool, push to pass button, boring, Turbo button, then yeah. you can call it the Turbo without having to worry about having yeah. an actual can turbo. You, is I that the
0: better? It uh,
1: should be. They should have just like backronymed NAS and then called it the NAS, but made it an electrical backronym. They could have called it
4: Super Vook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the more I think about it, and I, we were talking about this with Miles, the more I think about it. Like this is clearly the Turbo S of this new refresh is the Model S Plaid competitor. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I think this is going to stratify the tesla people and non-tesla people because i think the plaid is still going to beat this in a straight line 10 times out of 10 mm. but on a track obviously <laughs> this will smoke it because it's a porsche and it can handle and it's lighter and all this other stuff and cooling for long laps will keep you at full power longer but i think full power on this in normal everyday driving will be very similar to the last Taycan turbo s mm. which is really fast yeah but The Plaid has this superpower where you can drive around feather-footed for a while in Plaid mode, and then you just decide you want to pass, and you stomp it, and you don't need an extra button, you don't need a different mode, you just take off. Yeah, And that, I think, was still going to be true. It's just a totally different product. It's
2: very handy for passing people. It's super handy. It's kind of annoying that you have to press a button now to be able to use. I think that's fun. It is fun. It's even more fun in a gas
0: car, I will say, because the the 911 Turbo S has this button. Oh, you have a 911 Turbo S? Yeah. Oh, cool. And it's called a sport response (laughs) button, and you could be driving around, mooping around at, like, 2,000 RPM, and nothing exciting is happening, and then you want to do a pass, and you press the button, and the engine... Just picks the highest RPM with the most torque, and suddenly you're basically
2: driving an EV. It's it would like only be more quick. fun if it had like a plastic cover they had to flip open with your thumb. and then <laughs> That would be red sick. That would be the best. That would be very Lambo, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: you know, oh, sorry. Go
1: ahead. I was just gonna say, do you know what the take has that the Plaid doesn't?
0: A turbocharger. What?
1: A full steering wheel.
0: True. That's actually not true. Oh, the Plaid Wait, also has the steering,
2: full steering wheel now. Wait, it does? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they ditch the yoke already extra for As a no yoke now.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yes. The plaid. I think <laughs> less <it's>, is more. <laughs> yeah. The plaid's going to be heavier. It's going to have a large. It has triple motors. Yeah. It has a slightly larger battery capacity, and it's a Tesla, so it's a different product. Also, wait. We don't know if this has
2: NCS, right? We don't know, which is something I was very, very, very mm. interested in because that changes a lot. Because the big new me charging me curve, can afford it. But if I were to be able to afford it, it would change a lot.
0: Of course. I'm just thinking this new charging curve has got to be through certain chargers, and I wonder what those chargers are. If there are things that the regular CCS, yeah, because Electrify America has 350 kilowatt chargers out there right now, and they'll they'll give the car 350 kilowatts as long as it's asking for it. Yeah, but that's not NACS. (laughs) Right. So if I want to go do a road trip and I'm just using Tesla superchargers, I think that's still an adapter, Mm. which I don't even know if you can get an adapter from Porsche. A lot of questions unanswered still. I would say, yeah. Quick question. We yeah. were talking before about zero to 80% in 18 minutes.
1: Was there not like the the Kia and Hyundais were getting pretty wild numbers
0: on charging rates as well like
1: not that far
0: off from that if not yes. the same so percentage wise yes okay i think that's the th- crazy thing these are much bigger batteries that are getting 80 yeah. okay so like yeah i think the ionic even had like a really great i've
1: specifically remember 18
0: minutes which yes I think it had was... a really high peak charging and it would it would spike up 350 kilowatts but in such a small battery 350 kilowatts will get you 80 percent pretty quick okay where i don't think you're getting 350 miles out of an ionic mm-hmm. i think this 390 miles range like that's yeah, really, that's, that's the magic of it.
2: So. Um, It also has much better recuperation. Does recuperation mean rec- regenerative char- uh, yeah. charging? Yeah. Okay, so it says that it previously was 290 kilowatts, and now it's 400 kilowatts. That's so sick. Doesn't that seem like an insane amount of power? It is. I remember breaking in the Hummer EV and seeing like
0: 150 kilowatts. That rate seems rate. like a lot. So that's all That's all Porsche engineering. That's all electrical. What Porsche does is when you hit the brake pedal in the car, yeah. that's when it starts the regen. And Uh-oh. it feels just like you're pressing the friction brakes. It's Uh-oh. very, very good. So you can't do one-pedal driving in a Porsche? Uh, You can have a little bit of liftoff regen, but I don't know if they have a, a one-pedal driving mode.
2: That's annoying. But
0: what's fun, because they want it to drive like a normal gas car, like the rest of their cars. But when you... When you get past the 200 or whatever kilowatts of regen braking on the brake pedal, then it starts to blend in the friction brakes as well. So hearing that this will do 400 kilowatts, I could probably slam on the brakes and
2: I'm I'm getting all that energy That's back. That's crazy. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's pure interest I guess that is handy because um, usually when I like take off and have to slow down really fast. The first thing that hits in my brain is, "Oh man, I'm wasting my regen." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. I feel like you'll see the
0: little dial Well, you're like, you'll come on the brakes really hard and you'll still see you're just getting all the energy back. That's nice. I'm That's
1: imagining awesome. you getting pulled over and the cops like, "Sir, you're really aggressively braking a bunch." You're I'm like, like, I'm, I'm just just
0: regen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it is that. Yeah. And I think uh I I want to know if this this will have one pedal driving as well because that would be sick, but that would be nice. Can yeah. we
4: can we test something with these really good regen? Can we go to the top of a hill, get your battery level, coast all the way down the hill, mm-hmm. slam on the brakes at the stop, at, at the end, mm-hmm. and see if you have more power than you started with? You should. I think if I you like that, literally slam on the brakes, no.
0: Okay. But I think you can be heavy on the brakes and for a long time yeah. and be recuperating all of that energy.
2: There's a, In San Francisco, there's this... Um, near like mission mission peaks or whatever super it is. steep. Yeah, there's like this super steep hill and well there's a lot of super steep hills in San Francisco. But I remember seeing a post from someone in like a Model Y like a few months ago where they started at the top of there with about 12% and by the time they got to the bottom they had like 23% left.
4: Huh. Yeah. We did that crazy. in the
0: Model 3 review. Whoa. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay, uh, never mind.
4: Bad idea. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: No, we drove well, I mean it was a longer drive, but we we drove the Model 3 down out of the uh I forgot the name of the highway Pacific. Well, some highways oh, a- highway. Oh, Angels, Angel, Angels, Angels Crest. Angels Crest, yeah. Oh. And we Angel ended up with Crest. like 10% more than we started with at the bottom yeah. of the hill. So it's real. It's pretty cool. Regen's pretty useful. Thanks. All right, last EV. The biggest cyber truck. of all of them. It's the biggest EV <laughs> as well. The Cybertruck. Um, mostly because people have been out in the real world living with it and owning a non-clear-coated stainless steel truck for a little while mm. and it seems like it is actually prone to some small rust spots if you get like debris stuck to your car for a while i guess i don't know
1: exactly how it's working but i see so it's very similar to if you have like a stainless steel grill that's outside even with a cover it is inevitably going to get rust spots on yeah. it and i'm sure that this steel is better than the steel being made from those grills but it it's very there's pictures out there which is yeah. also very funny because there's a lot of forums where this is out there and they're just like, you're a liar, this isn't real. Like, <laughs> defending it to the T. But stainless steel can still rust. It does not mean it is completely prone to, or like it is never going to rust. It's going to rust less, but mm-hmm. still can cause little rust spots that look terrible and you should be very careful cleaning it, I guess, or just
4: like the patina. Yeah. I, I don't I know. Think it just can't is, stain. just can't. Is that exactly like what it No, I was trying to make a joke, because you can stain stainless, stainless, oh, stainless uh, steel the steel. Like, there's a can't lot stain- of people, I'd be like, Well, what is it good for? <laughs> there's That's a
1: lot a of no people who said it's stainless, for. not stain proof. Uh, uh, just like how it doesn't stop
0: the rip, but it's I it stops sh- the rip. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, it, it also fingerprints a ton. Like we we got we had it for a day and there were tons of fingerprints on it. It's gonna
1: be an interesting looking truck.
0: This is an all time easy decision. You should just wrap it. Tesla should offer wraps. Like, you should be able to get a wrap. They do offer a black one. Does Tesla? I think so. Oh, well, this is the physically easiest vehicle to wrap because it's flat. Yeah. And you could probably do it yourself for as as little money as possible.
3: It's just going to be so much better looking. I feel like once it gets dirty and tarnished, though, it's going to look amazing. Possibly. You have to get to the patina phase. Yeah, it's going to look great at the very beginning and, like, way after at Hmm. the very end. But, like, that whole middle part... I wish we had one here to
0: drive around and just get like all the salt and all the crap on New Jersey roads. Like if you guys saw the Rolls Royce video and you were mad at me for not cleaning it, that's just what it looks like when you drive places in New Jersey in the winter. So that on a Cybertruck wouldn't look sick? Maybe. I feel like that would look sick. Maybe. (laughs) Uh,
2: TBD. (laughs) There are
0: none in New Jersey. So we'll have to find out. (laughs) Yeah, they have. Okay.
2: Yeah. They offer a color paint film for $6,000 in ceramic white or stealth black. Oh,
3: I actually didn't know that.
2: Six grand is a. A little steep for just, like... Isn't that usually what a wrap costs? Yeah, but it's a solid color, and it's from the
0: factory, and it's, like, the easiest car to... You could get that done for less. Yeah, true. I think. True. Anyway. um, Okay. Well, that's all we had for the Wave form. Oh, EV section.
1: Form. The white one looks kind of nice. Not going to lie. That would get nice. dirty faster, Thank you. though. You're
0: welcome. I get dirty faster. If you fast. thought the rough spots were bad, <laughs> and you want a white truck... I have not had
4: bad news for yeah. you. Who, That's not going to go well. gets a, a wrapped black cyber truck and is like, oh yeah, stealthy?
1: Nope. <laughs> no one knows who I
4: am. There
1: was a great it. tweet. I, this might be the most delusional tweet I've ever seen, but it's like, you could pull up with a cyber truck to the valet at a five-star hotel and it just wouldn't look weird. It's the only truck you could do that with. And I was like, what are you talking about? When they say five-star, they mean like- Super fancy. Like, it's the only truck you could pull up to a valet service at a nice hotel and it wouldn't look out of place. If
4: you pulled up to an insane asylum, it would look (laughs) weird. There's nowhere that truck won't look weird. What I would agree with
2: is that like- it looks expensive because it's so like bespoke and strange and so pulling up to a nice hotel in an expensive bespoke strange car is more normal than pulling up to a very fancy hotel in an f150
0: yeah that's the only mm, part of that that. But I the, I that's a the highest n f150 is like a hundred thousand dollars
1: yeah <laughs> i do <laughs> yeah i know what david's i you so I I'm agree saying? with David, but I don't want to agree with David. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
2: reluctantly agree with David. <laughs> I think the Rivian would look pretty fire Yeah, that, that's a good it's point. It's also an expensive, fancy car. Yeah,
0: it just has yeah. to look somewhat unique. Right. The Rolls Royce Cullinan, the Hummer EV.
2: So that if you trump up. That would look normal. That would look.
1: Imagine asking normal. a valet driver to drive your <laughs> Hummer EV into the parking garage. Did I tell just you guys about the
0: Rivian the... valet driver in New York? Who like crashed your car? No, he said it though. So it. All right, we'll end with this. I, I parked, <laughs> I, I went to an Apple briefing for the Vision Pro a couple weeks ago and I drove into the city and I drove the Rivian and I almost regretted it, but I did find parking in this little valet parking lot and I parked there and I gave the guy the keys and he parked it. And when I came back from the briefing, I saw another Rivian, an R1S and it was green. And I said, oh, Another Rivian. He's like, oh, yeah, I love these things, man. But, dude, these are the fastest reversing vehicles I have ever driven. I Dude, I crashed this thing reversing not that long ago. It's crazy. I was like, wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that didn't happen to mine, right? That's crazy, man. And then
0: he's like, anyway, here's your keys. Yeah. And I like went over and like inspected the crap out of my car. Anyway. At least you weren't the test bed for it. Good times. Yeah. Good times. But I can vouch. It is a very fast reversing. Mm. It is the fastest reversing car I've ever driven. Dang. In case you were wondering. Dang. R2 better awesome. also be fast reversing. <laughs> All right, it's time for trivia.
3: Trivia, dude. So, quick update on the score. Nothing. <laughs> nice. Everyone's got Zilch starting from scratch. All right, first question. Is that good? What were the first five iPhone 5C colors? And I need all of the colors that were released for the 5C.
0: I'm going primaries. I'm not like specifying what type of
3: green it was. Exactly. I just want straight what was the color. And you have to get all five or you don't get the point. That's okay. Take your time. And you don't look so confused. I feel like this one's a gimme.
1: Isn't that a gimme? It's five not a, is a lot. What? Getting any five of anything right What's perfectly it? is a lot. What are the five numbers? Do you have to do it in order? Uh huh. Yes. Zero. <laughs>
0: one, two,
3: okay, three, four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Correct.
2: <laughs>
3: All right. Flip them and read. Oof. Oh, All David, right. what do you got? Uh, I read.
2: Pink. Correct. Green. Correct. Blue. Correct. Blue. Correct. Yellow. Yes. Orange.
1: That's no Android. Well, I know I'm wrong because I don't have pink. <laughs> yeah.
2: What do you I have? I sworn there was an orange. I, I don't have pink.
1: You do also pink? have orange. Oh,
0: so then wrong Marquez. Yeah. Yes. Right, let's try it. I said green. Yes. Yellow. Yes. Blue. Yes. Pink slash flesh slash salmon. Sure. White.
1: Correct. Yes. Oh, white was That's right. I have white. And yeah, but, you have the, have but I have orange.
2: Oh, orange, right.
1: And uh, not pink, um, so it was pink. Pink. pink and... Oh,
0: okay. pink instead of orange. Dang. Nice. And they were
2: all pale. Yeah, they were yeah. all like... Uh, there was a white Easter one? Colors. Yeah, there's a yeah. white one. For the C? Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. White is Next every color, Yo, technically.
4: Score update? <laughs> Wait,
2: hey. <laughs>
0: score
4: update, Marquez won. Yeah. Everybody else... I'm carrying the one by myself. Right? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair... Enjoy. Everyone else's score is in a superposition <laughs> between one and three... But I guess you're in one a superposition as a between one, two and between no, one, one, and one and four. Wait, yeah. what? Why? No, they're between zero because between we haven't, you haven't and one. because you haven't answered the next question, which is worth up to three points. Oh right. Question number two: Samsung can be translated into three stars. <laughs> what do each of those stars stand for? Why would I know this? I don't know. I can't believe a Samsung PR person hasn't mentioned this to you. I was of just going to say
3: that. Also, it's worth three points, so rack your brains. One for each, or three total. For
4: one all? for each, not doing the, uh, not doing the difficult thing yet. This early in the season. All right, what do we got with this? I
2: mean, this company is pretty old. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I got this wrong. I'm so, so wrong. They definitely—it's like Nintendo, who was like a playing card company before they were a video game company. They were
0: in the 19th century.
2: <laughs> All right.
0: Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> we went kind of closer.
2: Right. green, and blue. Okay, <laughs> that would have been good. Um, uh, I wrote earth, water, air. Uh, Dang. It's actually fire, fire, fire. <laughs> 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 I
1: wrote. Household mobile personal
0: <laughs> yeah,
4: I wrote computers, life, and convenience sorry, guys. it is something big, something numerous, and something powerful <laughs> what <laughs> what's this question Ellis <laughs> what took it out of me you... i got I got fooled by a <laughs> fake survey, and I had to think on the fly and... can you
2: can you explain this no. What? <laughs> what? David you know I can't
4: explain I had to look this up 35 <laughs> so, seconds ago
2: <laughs> so confused so
0: so we all learned something today and that is that I'm winning
2: trivia right now <laughs> by one point
0: that one, is correct
4: Marquez is carrying one, zero, one.
0: Zero. yeah one. that's huge for me that's really going to set my weekend off on the right note <laughs> I hope it sets everyone else's weekend off on the right note too thanks for watching thanks for listening uh, thanks for subscribing most of all And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Bye.
1: Waveform is produced by Adam Alina and Ellis Rovin. We're partnered with Vox Media Podcast Network. And our intro outro music was created by Vane Silk.
0: One take wonder.
4: Wind, fire, <laughs> leches. <laughs> These were the three elements.
1: Earth, wind, and leches? <laughs> Earth, wind, fire, and leches. <laughs>